listeners, I hope you're all settled in for another spine-tingling tale of horror, death, and mystery, courtesy of the Slated Hallway's terrifying audio offerings. Now, that's what I would say, but not tonight, folks. Those stupid men in Washington are cracking down on me and this establishment, exclamation point. Apparently, we're mandated now to produce a special educational episode for the youth of America. What do the youth of this country do for us besides chasing around old men, shouting at them, You got dumb legs, you got dumb legs. Beh, beh, I say twice. Children are a dead end for this nation. If our government was smart... They'd put their time and money into something truly useful, like a waterproof newspaper or a dog that never dies. Can you imagine the eternal best friend that you have to walk twice a day? Genius. Anyway, our episode today will hopefully help some children protect themselves from... something. I don't know, I didn't read the print on this one. The writers assured me that this is a real issue most American youth battle... Uh, every day, or at least most days. Gather close to my voice, little ones. Forego your homework and be afraid of the life knowledge about to be thrust upon you. The Slanted Hallway presents The Seduction of the Blade. America. Hello, little town neighborhood. How bright and wonderful you are. Hello, Mr. Bird. You seem cheap, cheap, chipper today. <laughs> and hello, Mr. Homeless Man living in my front yard tree. Oh, thank God you're up, kid. I was screaming all night. Those damn raccoons finally bit off both of my feet. You gotta call me an ambulance. I'm getting all woozy. I would, mister, but Ma always taught me to ask first before using the telephone. I'll be back. Let's see here. Shirt, slacks, socks, and sandals. All set for the day. Hey, Ma! 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 Hey, Ma! Ma! Can I borrow the phone? Little Tommy Doyle, what's got you so excited to waste your father's money today? Ma, it's homeless Pete. He needs an ambulance. Now, Tommy, we've been over this. I don't want you talking to any strange men in trees again. It's bad luck. Oh, shucks, Mom. You're right. I'm sorry. I understand if I have to receive punishment now. I've got the bar of soap and nails ready. No need for that, Tommy. Your corporal punishment for that... His forty slashes on the cheek by smooches from your mother. Mwah, 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 mwah. 
One more, because you're a bad, bad boy. <laughs> oh, Mom, cut it out. <sighs> I promise I won't do it again. <laughs> oh, what a good boy you are, Tommy. <laughs> Say, what's all the ruckus in here? Hey, Pop, I was just receiving a smooch punishment for talking to the homeless tree people again. Huh, a smooch punishment? Well, hey, sweetie, I think I've been bad, too, and might need some smooches myself. <laughs> well, what did you do, dear? Yeah, I might have uh, killed a man in cold blood last night in a uh, fit of drunken rage. Oh, I'm not sure if I can smooch you over that. Why not? Oh, I see. You're judging me like he judged me last night. Everyone thinks they're better than me. Everyone, everyone! Hey, swell pops! Okay then, I'm going out now and enjoying my Saturday morning in our beautiful little town. Maybe Burn Craven is free to throw rocks at a derelict building with me again. <laughs> ah, sounds like a classic Saturday morning romp. You be safe then, Tommy. I'll be in my den drinking scotch and shouting at your mother about uh, any perceived slight she has committed against me. And I'll be sobbing over the dinner I'm trying to make while your father berates me. Oh, yes, Tommy. Uh, remember, dinner is 6 p.m., so be home at 5 so you'll have time to wash off all the outdoor viscera. Will do, Ma. I can't wait for tear-soaked mashed potatoes again. Yummy! Hey, wait a hot ticket here. A rapier is missing from my fencing equipment wall. What gives? Tommy? Oh, fudge sticks. Here we go. Tommy Doyle, did you take one of my swords again? Yes, Pa, I did. But you gotta understand, me and Burns were only going to use it to reenact the French and Indian War over by the creek. <sighs> I'm very disappointed in you, son. Now hand over the rapier in your back pocket. Oh, okay, Dad. Son? We've been over this countless times. These blades are not playthings. They're precision metal instruments of death for adults only. You're not old enough to understand the power of the blade yet. Observe. See that? I cut a perfect D for Doyle in your mother's apron and removed her earlobes in three fell swoops of my rapier. <laughs> My earrings, oh, ee. Oh, wow, can I try, Pop? No, son. You're not ready yet, but someday you will be. And you can take up the mantle as the family's fencing patriarch. When you're of age, of course. Oh, swell. I can't wait to grow up now. Hey, Tommy, you coming out to play? We've only got so many hours in a day to pal around and frolic in the springtime of our youth. Oh, shoot. Burns is here. I've got a jet. I'll see you later, Mom and Dad. Have fun, son. <laughs> Don't create too much mischief now. Will do, Pops. Okay, Burn, let's beat feet and find some rocks for throwing and some glass to be breaking. Oh! Oh, merciful heavens! Boys, boys, please go for help. No can do, mister. I can't talk to you unless I want another smooch punishment. Hehe, <laughs> see you later! Hell, hell, Tommy Doyle will follow you! I swear it on this raccoon blood! Hell, I say, hell! Ugh.
We're off to a rocky start, but I think I'm getting the vague notion of what these after-school specials are all about. Perfect sword-wielding family, a sociopathic child of destiny, a vengeful tree-dwelling vagabond. Sounds like the children of America are going to learn the important life lesson of what happens when you enter the maelstrom of chaos that is the gaping maw of the slanted hallway. Also, if there are children listening to this broadcast, I would like to take a second to talk to a few uh, specific ones. I know it's you, Noel and Isabella, who keep sneaking into my pantry and stealing my eggs. I need those for my breakfasts. My most precious meal of the day. The yolk of the fowl gives me strength to breathe. <laughs> And speak, 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 speak. Just you wait when I talk to your mother, Megan Klomp. This jacoonery will end. All right, I'm glad I got to air that out on national radio. Our story continues. Double dog dang it, Burn. We've got more rocks than Iraq, but no windows to break. Yeah, Tommy, I told you already. We hit every derelict warehouse and abandoned factory this town has. That's why I said bring your old man's rapier along, so... So we can play Last of the Mohicans. I know, I know, Burn. You're like a broken record, jeez. Okay, then. You don't need to be so mean, Tommy. Sorry, Burn. I'm just frustrated is all. I was looking forward to throwing rocks all week. I'm just so tense and I don't have an outlet for my anger. How about a moment for prayer? Okay. Amen. Nope, still filled with anger and rage. Maybe I should spin around like a helicopter with my fists, shouting at the heavens. All right, all right, just let me get out of your radius this time. Hey there, boys. What was that? I think it's a st- 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 stranger. I'm not supposed to talk to those. Let's beat feet, Tommy. No, no, boys. You don't have to beat anything. I'm one of those friendly alleyway strangers you can talk to. Oh, okay. I've heard of these. So, uh, well, how you doing, Mr. Alleyway Stranger? Quite fine, actually. The name is Francis. F-R-A-N-C-I-S. Francis. Oh, all right. Well, I guess it's nice to meet you, Mr. Francis. Yup, it sure is nice to meet you too, boys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You were going to say something? Uh, no. No, no, well, well, I was, but I forgot what I was going to say. That's all right. Yeah. Anyway, can I interest you boys in purchasing some edged weapons? Wow, Nito! What? Weapons with an edge? Oh, jeez, Burn, I'm not sure about this. What's there to be sure about? We're just looking at some blades, Tommy. There's nothing wrong with that. 
funny story. One time I actually got into a lot of trouble for just looking. But why is it my fault that Nunnery had such big windows? I ask you boys, why? Burn, could we have a quick sidebar? Ah, uh, what's the malfunction, Doyle? <clears throat> Look, Burn, it's just... Well, my parents already scolded me about talking to vagrants and drifters today, but messing around with s- s- swords when we're not of age? We could get in a lot of trouble. Oh, lighten up, Doily. Like I said, we're just looking. And besides this creep doing a creepy thing, there's no harm in just looking. See this fat wad of cash I stole from underneath my dead granddad's mattress? Now, I promise I won't spend a single cent on a single blade, no matter how beautiful the light dances off its edge. Okay, Tommy? Uh, Okay, I guess. There's no harm in it, I suppose. All right there, boys. Feast your tiny eyes on the splendor beneath my black trench coat. Oh, Oh, wow! wow. It dazzles me too, boys, looking at these dangly metal bits. These fine weapons come all the way from the Far East. Orange New Jersey Blade Emporium, located right next to the crime store. What's that big, uh, curvy-looking sword hanging there? She's a beaut, Francis. No, son. That ain't no beaut, Montana. That's what we blade boys in the industry call a scimitar. And if I'm and if I'm not mistaken, this is the same scimitar Jason of uh, Argonauts fame used to slay the dreaded Hydra with. Or his mother. Dealer's choice, I suppose. And I'm the dealer. I choose Hydra. Sold. I'll also take that carrying case, too, and a pack of the low-tar stolen land cigs, and I light it. Burn, what are you doing? Excellent choice. Let me back that up for you. Really quick, though, son. I just want to make sure you're going to be careful with this lighter. You can burn your fingers with it. Yeah, yeah, I read the papers. I know what danger is and isn't. All right, buddy? Look at this, Tommy. Now we can really play pirates way better with this thing than if we were using your dad's old rapier. Burn, you said you weren't going to spend a single cent on a single blade. Yeah, but look, Tommy, I'm Captain Rice Manford. Arg! Cut it out, Burn. You could put an eye out with that thing. Well, why not get a blade to defend yourself against your friend with? Who I did also arm with a weapon. Oh, no, no, mister. I can't. I'm, I'm not... I'm not old enough for a sword. And besides, I don't have any money on me anyhow. That's a-okay, son. The first taste is always free. Hey, what gives, Francis? Sorry, kid, you should have asked. Here, son, grab hold of this with both hands. What is it? I've never held a sword like this before in my entire life. That right there, son, is a katana forged Japanese steel folded over a thousand times to create a weapon that brought nations to their knees. Also, it comes with a free hat. Mister, this is a basket. Anything can be a hat once it's atop your head. Like this banana peel. Oh, that's what that is. Yup. And here comes the banana. Think fast, Tommy. Wow, this sword sure can cut. Nice reflexes, Tommy. 
You're a natural with that thing. Yeah, the katana blade is best tested by throwing multiple fruit at it to see how well it can cut. Like this apple, yeah! <laughs> or this watermelon! <laughs> acorn, acorn, acorn! <laughs> Another watermelon? Yeah. This phone book? Yeah. <laughs> this, this feels swell, mister. I no longer feel so angry and pent up. Such incredible power in these tiny hands. Hey, I want to go at cutting fruit in midair out of the way, Tommy. Yuck! Ah, never mind, I guess. I guess I'll just... I'll just lay here on the ground next to my lower half. Oh, goodness! What have I done? Looks like you bisected your friend there, Tommy, because of your blade bloodlust. It's only natural in the most red-blooded American men. It's okay, Tommy. It's okay. I was a bad friend anyway. This... this blade... it's... it's... it's incredible! Now, son, I know this is a confusing time in your young life, but I think your friend would have wanted you to use the rest of this cash to buy more blades. Especially from me. Yeah. Why not? I'll take the whole lot, mister. I don't mean to interrupt the story again, but I would like to make another message to the children. Stay away from me, or I won't hesitate to use this bullwhip on you. Also, listen to your elders. And get your polio vaccination. And buy a war bond. Listeners, I'm just trying my best to jam-pack this episode with messaging for the youth of America. So the government will get off our backs and we never have to do an episode for children again. Save your fat, it's good for making bombs. The perfect aged individual in my mind is someone between the age of 62 and dead. Anyhow, it seems Tommy Doyle is going to learn an important lesson about what happens when you play with fire in the slanted hallway. In this case, the fire is a metaphor for the blade lust. Which is a thing, I'm told. Hey, sweetie, did you read this in the paper? It's now illegal to time travel to save your dog from dying of old age. What will those stupid congressmen think of next? Yeah, time travel dogs. Oh, what's wrong, my dear? Uh, You seem oddly distracted. Sweetie! Have you noticed any changes to our little Tommy the last couple of days? Oh. Oh, shoot. I didn't know I was supposed to pay attention to the boy for that long. Uh, well, why? Uh, well, what's been happening with him? Oh, I'm just a little worried is all. He's become so distant and withdrawn lately. He just skulks around the house in that black trench coat of his and wears his sunglasses indoors at all times of the day. Nope. I don't see any uh, red flags there. But oh, it says in the paper there's a red tag sale at Gagaman's this Friday. Darling, that's not the end of the strange behavior. He took down all his cowboy posters in his bedroom and replaced them with neon Japanese dragon posters and these terrifying pinups of Cartoon women with giant eyes? Big eyes means big personality, dear, okay? 
Nothing wrong with that. Ooh, they're selling nothing at the vacancy store, too. Okay, sweetie, I might have buried the lead here. I also found 34 swords in his bed sheets while doing the laundry. Yeah, laundry day is always once a week, huh? Wait, you found what? 34 swords? Oh, I didn't want to tell because I knew you'd fly off the handle like this. Mrs. Doyle, in our 22 years of marriage, I have never let go of this saber handle. My earlobe stitches. Now where is that boy? Up in his room, tending to his bonsai garden. We'll see about that. Oh, please, calm down, dear. Tommy! Tommy, it's your father! You open this door this instant! Sweetie, it's already open. Oh. Well, now my hand hurts for no good reason. You have a lot to answer for, mister. Oh. Hello, mother. Hello, father. You interrupted my concentration. I pruned the wrong branch. This tree is ruined. What the? What are, what are you doing with that thing? That's no rapier or foil I've ever seen. Foolish father, I positioned myself into the bonsai's blind spot. The sad truth is that it wasn't even a challenge. Well, of course not, Tommy. It's an inanimate object. But answer your father's question. What kind of sword is that? Oh, this? It's folded, tempered, and it does its job. And I don't go by Tommy anymore, Mother. It's Musashi of Milwaukee now. All right, boy. It's fun to talk nonsense for a little while in front of your parents, but that's enough. You're in some serious trouble, Buster Brown, with all these swords. Uh, serious? Good question. Why should I take someone seriously when their skills with a blade are so beneath mine? What did you say to me, you little punk? Oh, stop it, dear. He didn't mean anything by it. He's confused is all. Oh, no, 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 Mrs. Doyle. He's a big swordsman now. He knows exactly what he's talking about. He's trying to cash checks with his mouth that he can't cut. Oh, yeah? I'll show you a cut. Yeah! Oh, my favorite ironing hand. Boys, boys, do you mind getting that on some ice? My God. Look at what you did to your mother. And such a jagged cut. Here. See that, boy? That's how you slice a hand off cleanly and at the joint. Oh, please, please, boys, get that on ice, too. Ha! You think I have no comprehension of joint manipulation? Behold, father, mother's arm in two neat pieces at the joints. Uh, now you're just being showy. Too many swings. Uh, when you can just cut an arm off with one stroke of a blade, like this. Oh, it's okay, it's okay, I guess. Not really. I'm just a mannequin now. Foolish father, I can claim two limbs with but a single blow of my blood-tempered blade. Oh, okay, okay, boys. Okay, maybe that's it with the rough housing for today. Mommy's officially out of limbs. Your mother the mannequin is right, Tommy. Maybe if you were a real man, you'd cross that blade with mine instead of dicing up your mother's porcelain-colored flesh. So, a challenge to duel is put forth? So be it, father.
Nice moves, Tommy, but your footwork is sloppy. I clearly make up for that with my superior power moves and momentum. And also, you cheated and didn't say go. I said en garde. There's no go in fencing, Tommy. But you wouldn't know that. You're too young to understand such things. Oh, yeah? Here's a move I have a great amount of understanding of. Whatever. Yeah! Whoa, whoa. A perfect parry. That's impossible for a boy of your age to have picked that up on your own. Tommy, you answer me right now, mister. Who? Who taught you how to do this stuff? I ask you, who taught you? You! Okay? It was you! I learned it all from watching you, alright, Dad? <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh my god. Oh god, Tommy. I'm... I'm so sorry. I should have remembered. Parents that become internationally ranked fencers have children that pick up the blade, too. Tommy. Oh, Tommy, my little blade boy. I'm so, so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Come over here. Give your old man a hug. Daddy! <laughs> oh, my boy. My sweet blade boy. Papa. Uh, uh, Papa, uh, Dad, Daddy. Uh, 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 what? Uh, yeah. uh, Daddy. Oh, my boy. Papa. I'm sobbing too. On the floor over here. Would you look at that? My two men enjoying their breakfast without slicing each other open with swords. Sweetie, do you mind putting that frying pan handle in my teeth? Thank you. No problem, dear. Yes, the only thing I'll be slicing up anytime soon is this wheat bread with this butter knife. <laughs> <laughs> Same here, Pops. I can comfortably say, gang, we had a lot of fun today. But I think we learned a very important life lesson. And if you were paying attention, it goes without repeating that message out loud. I agree, Pa. I learned a very valuable life lesson about listening to my elders, cultural appropriation, and never trusting weirdos from New Jersey. <laughs> what did I just say? <laughs> Enough said, Tommy. <laughs> uh, I'm just... Glad no one was seriously injured during our blade craze fiasco today. <laughs> Daddy, no! Daddy! Oh no, sweetie! Your favorite chest has a hole in it. Uh, a red and black feathered arrow. This can only belong to. Uh. You are, Tommy. What? You thought it would be that easy to kill homeless Pete of the hidden leaves and his 47 Ronin? Come outside, Doyle, and face your doom upon our blades. I mustn't. No, no, I mustn't. I promise to never raise the blade again. Uh, you have to, Tommy. Defend our land. And your 
limbless mother's honor. I, I have, was always proud of you, son. Oh. Once scrolled, you live by the blade, you die by the blade. Oh, don't forget your basket hat, Tommy. And a smooch. Mwah. Thank you, mother. <laughs> <laughs> There you have it, my young listeners. The tale of Tommy D, neighborhood Ronan, is concluded. And I think we've all learned a valuable lesson about the pen being truly mightier than the sword. And proper hygiene. And avoiding children with cool leather jackets. Or something, I don't really know. Once again, well done to my writers for throwing something together in 17 minutes before we had to air. Uh, you all get a solid C+. Uh, but, ooh, tune in next week for a non-government-sanctioned and approved tale about a down-and-out doctor who realizes the meaning of life is inside of all of us and through... A severely invasive surgery, he manages to remove it by knocking at it with an ice pick. And to the children of America, still listening, remember, be afraid, because death is inescapable for everyone you love or will ever know. Good night and pleasant nightmares. (laughs) 